Hello again and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we try a new brew and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And we're day 292. It is tea week. We have been trying some gorgeous teas this week. And today is no different. But before we get into the brews, let's check out the scriptures we're going to be looking at today. Okay, so we've got Proverbs 25, verses 11 to 20. 1 Timothy 4. Jeremiah 40, verses 7 to 16. And Jeremiah's chapters 41 and 42. So that's going to be our scriptures. If you missed all of that, you can check out the descriptions below. I hope you're having a good day because I am having a great day and we are going to try a classic Twinings English breakfast. Now I've never had this brand before, not that I can remember, I probably have had it somewhere. English breakfast tends to be around with lots of different brands. If you're watching on YouTube, you mightn't be able to see the steam coming off this bad boy, but I love an English breakfast tea. And so I thought, hmm, haven't had this one in a while, certainly haven't had Twinings in my tea cupboard, so I thought I'd try it, and just like you need to with every good English breakfast, I've added milk, because black tea, English breakfast tea at least, without milk, not so good. So here we go, I'm gonna give this a go, I'm gonna see how it compares to my normal Dilma, I'm gonna see how it compares to the common bell, Twinings English breakfast, cheers, here we go. Mmm, I like that. Okay, so it's not as strong as a bell. It's got something different than a Dilma. Do you know what it feels like and it tastes like? It tastes like the tea that you get on an Air New Zealand flight. So maybe they use Twinings. I don't know, but it's good. It's good, I like it. I'm gonna have one more sip. It's a good, classic Twinings cup of tea. And I enjoyed it. I hope that you enjoy a good cup of tea every now and then, especially on Tea Week. But enough of the brew. Let's get into the Bible and see what God has for us today. I'm sure we'd all be in agreement that words are powerful. Words can build a person up or tear them down. They can shift perspective, incite violence, calm a storm. In our passages today, we're going to explore words in three different contexts. So words as in the words we speak, words as in the word of God, and words as in the word of the Lord or prophetic words. So firstly, in Proverbs, we look at the words that we say. We've talked a bit about this already across this year, but we're encouraged today to use our words for good and not use bad words. The power of our words is shown in verse 15 of our passage today. It says, through patience, a ruler can be persuaded, and a gentle tongue can break a bone. There is some power, even with a gentle word. Good words are described in our passage today in many different ways, like apples of gold and settings of silver, like an earring of gold, like a snow-cooled drink at harvest time. Ooh, I like that one. You can get some refreshing words in your life. Similarly, when words are used badly or in a bad context, they're explained like this in our scriptures today. Like clouds and wind without rain. A club, a sword, a sharp arrow, vinegar on a wound, ugh, and the one who takes a garment away on a cold day. Oh, I love Proverbs. It is so poetic and visual, but it does remind us of the power of our words and the importance of using our words at the right time time. Sometimes the best thing we can do is stay silent. 
Sometimes the best thing we can do is just be with somebody. Sometimes the best words we can say is I'm here with you and that's it. Now we come to Timothy. When we look at the word of God, the unchanging, unfallible word of God, we're encouraged as Timothy was to devote ourselves to the word of God. And obviously you're pretty devoted. You've made it to day 292, so well done. The Word of God helps us distinguish true doctrine from false doctrine. We also do this with discernment we receive from help from the Holy Spirit, but we must know God's Word to be able to recognize what is and what isn't His Word. I saw a reel on Instagram this week where a couple of interviewers went round a Christian university asking students if they were quoting actual scripture or AI-generated biblical wisdom. It was alarming at how similar sounding these options were. I was playing the game along with them. Thankfully, I was, pr- I was right most of the time, but my goodness, it was a bit scary. <laughs> Paul warns Timothy that just because it may sound legit, it doesn't mean that it is God's word. We must know the word of God so we aren't fooled by the counterfeit. Verse 1 in Timothy today says, The Spirit clearly says that in later times, and we are in those later times, by the way, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. We are in this age right now. Now, I've heard that the Chinese government are rewriting the Christian Bible and planning to circulate it around the nation. There's a growing trend across social media and in social spaces at the moment where there's a stirring of distrust around the legitimacy of Scripture. I know Harry's spoken about this before, so I don't need to go too deep. But we must know the Bible and believe that it is Spirit-inspired, God-breathed, the true Word of God. We must know it so we can call out what is false. Man, there is so much gold in this chapter of Timothy today, but you're going to have to enjoy it on your own time because I have to move on to Jeremiah because here we encounter the word of the Lord, the prophetic words of a prophet. Now, the biblical prophet's words have added benefit of also being the word of God. So Isaiah, Jeremiah, they spoke the word of the Lord, the prophetic word of the Lord, but it's also become the word of God. We are reminded in our passages here today the importance of taking notice and heeding the word of the Lord. Johanan in our scripture today had already made up his mind. He knew what he wanted to do, but as an afterthought, he called upon Jeremiah to bring the word of the Lord. I love that Jeremiah in this passage didn't rush this. He didn't fake it in order to try and please Johanan. It would have been tempting to do so. But 10 days later, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, and that's when he shared it. Johanan, though, ignored it because it wasn't in line with his own plans, which ended up being to his own great detriment. Take notice and heed the word of the Lord. Don't rush ahead when you know what you want. Be humble enough to seek the Lord and allow his voice to direct your path. The word of God, the word of the Lord is powerful. Okay, time for verse of the day. And today it's Proverbs 25 verse 16. It says this, if you find honey, eat just enough, too much of it, and you will vomit. There's so many cracker verses I could have chosen today. And I really liked this one. So this is why I chose it. 
See, in fact, I could have chosen the classic Do Not Let Anyone Look Down On You Because You Were Young, which, by the way, is one of my favorite verses, but I figured you'd probably heard that one before. Today, I wanted to highlight this one because we tend to be a people nowadays that enjoy things in excess. We don't just watch an episode, we binge it. We don't just look at a couple of pictures on social media, we find ourselves an hour and a half later going, where did the time go? <laughs> We're reminded through this very wise proverb that even too much of a good thing can be a very bad thing. Good reminder today. All right, and that's it today for The Daily Brew. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you choose to use your words wisely today. And if it's the start of your day, have a wonderful day. But if it's the end of your day, good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for day 293 of The Daily Brew.